Hey everybody, welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I am Joe Brandier. Yo, yo, Joe, what do you know? Hey, Brandon, how are you doing? I am falling apart. I bet you are. Do you need somebody to sew you back together? Oh, man, you know someone that I really need. Yes, Yes, in this movie, his name is Henry. What? Henry? That's right. That's right. So here we are. We have decided here to do, and we are coming to the end of October. It's weird. It's just going really fast. So we have decided to uh, go right into the 1931 Frankenstein. Probably the movie, just like, very similar to the 1931 Dracula, the effect that that movie had on Dracula and vampires. This movie did the same for mad scientists and Frankenstein movies in general. Uh, would you say? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, when you say uh, Frankenstein, they mostly point right back to 1931's Frankenstein more than any other Frankenstein that's out there right now. Yeah, so, you know, we can use the word for this that everybody uses for everything. But in this case, we are using it correctly. And you know the word I'm speaking of. I do. Did you want to say it or did you want me to say it? You can say it. Iconic. Oh, it's an iconic movie. This is X. Absolutely iconic, and I think we must have done the same thing for the 31 Dracula. That portrayal is iconic. This movie here, the monstrous portrayal, is iconic. And uh, you know what? I might even go so far as to say that Dr. Frankenstein, that that portrayal is iconic. Because, I mean, really, everybody takes bits of what he did, what Colin Clive did, and... That's what they do. Um, And I don't think I'm stretching anything there because, I mean, this movie, uh, you know, just like the 31 Dracula really set the tone for that. You know what? We're going to go to the Rotten Tomatoes because I know you're chomping at the bit. But before we do the Rotten Tomatoes, I I know it's on there. I will say this. Now, Jesse and I did this. A few years ago, we did a show on this, and it was a Halloween show. <laughs> so, um, but we, since we've gone over the new platform, that show is not on the new platform. So we are going to add this show that we are doing now to that show, so we can get Jesse's take on the thirty-one Frankenstein. Um, nice. So this is mostly. Uh, for you to speak about what you think about this movie and then um yeah we will just discuss our thoughts here Uh, but uh we do the rotten tomatoes on that so you didn't go and re-listen to that show did you no I, i didn't have a chance to okay that's good. So you won't know what they were. Now those rotten tomato scores, and if I remember right, man, we did we must have done that show in like 2016, I think. Oh wow. So it's it's been a few years that we did that. So you will get to hear the rotten tomato scores from probably 2016, and then you'll get to hear the at first you'll hear the rotten tomato scores from now, 2023. Uh, so uh, let's go, Brandon. What do you think uh, the uh, Rotten Tomato score is for the 31 Frankenstein? Uh, the Rotten Tomato score for 31 Frankenstein, I want to say that it is 75. Bite your tongue. Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. That. That guess offends me. I am triggered. <laughs> well, you said you said I didn't, you didn't say audience. You said critic score. I can't believe that. You know what? You're gonna have to watch Exorcist Believer again to atone for oh, that no, scene. That, no, you that's just, not fair. <laughs> you just said. that's not fair. I can't watch okay. it again. 
Okay. Okay. So the, the critic score, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes here, is uh, 94%. This is certified fresh. Uh-huh. And uh, I will say that if the critic score, if this was not certified fresh, the critic score was lower, we would stop doing the Rotten Tomatoes thing right now. Well, I mean, they've been... <laughs> They've been uh, kind of on, not on the ball on certain movies lately. That is that is true, and you know we know that Rotten Tomatoes is is not correct. And lately, you know we we gotta keep bringing it up because we do this for fun. But yes, I I actually might stop doing the Rotten Tomatoes if this was not certified fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead and guess the audience score for this. An, an, an audience score, I want to say it was a 96. There you go. So the audience score for this now is 87%. Eight. Wow. Which, you know, is still good. It is certified yeah, fresh yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. Is it because it's a, a older movie and it's a classic and that's why the critics gave it a high score? What? You are just full of all kinds of offensive uh, language tonight, aren't you? I'm not. I'm just kidding. What are you you trying to do to me tonight? Are you trying to kill me on the show? I'll bring you back to life. Yeah, Yeah, you could. could. Um, And we would just have to figure out which version of Frankenstein do we want to uh, use. Yeah, I got which one? Which which version of reanimation would we want to use? So. Yeah, it's true. But no, I, I mean, is is this a curious question? Because um, it seemed like, well, it is Rotten Tomato, and you know, never mind. Yeah, well, I mean, is your question, and you know what, I I think this is a valid question. Do you think that some critics review older movies on some kind of a sliding scale or something like that, where, like, if it's older? I want to say, yeah, if it was older, like, let's say Frankenstein and and, um, 1931 uh, Dracula. It's, It's the Universal Monsters. It's the classic. You know, everything was built, literally was built on them. Yes. You know, you got Dracula, the mummy, the creature from the back lagoon, you know, all yep. those are universal monsters. So, yeah. I mean, but I'm saying, like, did they actually watch it? Because it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. You know, the special effects and the practical effects that's in the movie is great. But sometimes I think that they just, well, I want to put this number out there because it's going to give me... But it won't get, what do you you say? Uh, Talked about? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they just go on there and write their review. And then if the algorithm deems it a positive review, they certify it fresh. But I'm not taking anything away from the movie. here, Here is a negative review we could look at real quick. Okay. That is on Rotten Tomato. Frankenstein. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Maybe that is not a new review. Maybe that's a review of the time. Really? It took me to a link. Well, I'm not really sure what just happened there, Harold Cohen. Anyway, anybody wants to take a look at that, they can go on to Rotten Tomatoes and take a look at some of the reviews. And there's one splat review there in the middle that are all where you can just scroll down and look at. But anyway, let's get back into this one, mm-hmm. this movie. What is this movie about? Should Do we need to say? We do, don't <laughs> yes. we? do. Each one is different. It's a little bit different, but they're a little bit the same, right? Yeah. All right, here we go. Dr. Henry Frankenstein is obsessed with assembling a living being from parts of several exhumed corpses. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're all about, right? Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Um, Going to go dig up a corpse, bring it back together. Okay, so... one down. Yeah, so you have seen this over the years, right? Yeah. Um, 
a lot or a handful of times? Uh, mostly a lot because, like when when I first appeared on the show as a guest uh, guest host, um, we was doing the, the Universal Monsters and we was doing about uh, Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi, and I had to watch both of those movies. And then sometimes okay. you know every other Halloween, I like to sit and watch the old Universal Monsters, you know all of them. Oh, all right. Uh, now, this has a brisk running time of one hour and ten minutes, so it moves really quick. Yeah, it does. But it's very memorable, this movie. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, this is one I've watched over the years. It's always in rotation for me. Um, what Can you remember back to the first time you saw this? What can you uh, remember your first impressions, or has it been so long that you're just I just don't know anymore what my first impressions were? Um, <clears throat> no, so I want to say probably when I was 19, that was the first time I actually watched the, the full movie of Frankenstein. Because I mean, everybody, you know, the famous quote, it's alive, it's alive, yeah, you know, everybody knows that was from. The Frankenstein movie, you know, it's in black and white. And you watch other movies that, you know, have tribute to it or whatever. Um, I want to say, and you're going to laugh. Uh, I want to say I watched Mary, Fra- Mary Shelley's Frankenstein first before I watched the original. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So. That's that's what piqued my interest to watching the original. Now, when I watched oh, it, oh, okay. Well, that's co- that's that's cool. Yeah. So when I, my first impression on it was, you know, it was it was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, the effects on it was really good. You know, and I know it wasn't like you know, like the '90s version as when I was coming up. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell the story that was in it. It sucks you in, you know. And then seeing that he has a weakness of fire and he was tormented and stuff like that, it was just kind of like, wow, that didn't seem like what I saw in Mary Shelling's Frankenstein. But in this one, it's just like he, he wasn't a bad person, you know, a bad monster at all, you know. He was just treated badly you know mm-hmm. and he just want to revenge people treating him really bad mm-hmm. and it didn't it it don't follow the the book like no this this does not but... no it does not and <laughs> um we we talked a little bit earlier about how they had renamed Dr. Frankenstein from Victor in the book to Henry. You know, this is my thing. This, Where did a doctor come from? Hmm, I don't know. He's he's not called doctor in the book, is he? No. I don't know. I guess they just feel like that's what it is. I, I don't know. But yeah, he's... I believe he is called a doctor in this. I don't think he's a doctor in this movie either. I don't think so. I just think that it's calling me Henry Frankenstein. Because the movie is just called Frankenstein. You don't say Dr. Frankenstein. And I think that's why everybody keeps thinking that the monster's name is Frankenstein. Yeah, so uh, yeah, what I did find that why they renamed him to Henry, and I, I don't know because as we were talking you pointed out somebody else in the movie is named Victor. I'm like, I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's his friend. It's like they swapped. Uh, yeah, so he was renamed Henry for the movie because they decided Victor sounded too severe and unfriendly to American audiences. So, um, you know, you, you know any Victors out there right now, Brandon? No, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I know a lot of Henry. Well, my grandfather's name was Victor, and I never thought that that was a severe and unfriendly name. <laughs> no. 
Uh, now they do tack on here that oh, American audiences at the time. I, okay, okay. Uh, who can? I don't know. It would be kind of funny to see who was it that came up with that. That they need to change. But yeah, they changed uh, Henry. Okay, so Clavel's name is Henry, right? In the book? Yes. Henry Clavel. Yeah, yeah so I mean, I think it it seems like it's more like you said. They just swapped the names. Yeah, it's basically what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe Elizabeth there is. Still has her name. Yeah, maybe there is some truth to that, but I mean, I don't know. Um, so you have then Edward Van Sloan is Dr. Waldman. Who was also in uh, Dracula? Yes, Van Helsing. Um, Van Helsing. He is also in the Mummy. Really? Yep he is he is in that, and I think he was in another one that I recall. And I'm just going to look this up just to see. Oh, he is in Dracula. Dracula's daughter, also. I almost forgot about that. Well, you know, it's funny because I, I watched all those movies. And I didn't realize it until I watched Frankenstein this, this recently that he was in Frankenstein. Yes, yes. And also he's... Dwight Fry too. Yeah, Dwight Fry. He's in it. He's like always uh, a little henchman. Yeah, I mean everybody who's in it. Okay, so um, what was Dwight Fry's name in this movie? Uh, his name was Fritz. That's right. That's right. And uh, Jesse and I will go in more on that on the next show. So, <laughs> Oh, really? Yes, I, I thought, you know, so, so this will get me. Where did Igor come from? Yeah, we... Igor... Was that in The Son of Frankenstein? Yeah, Igor comes along later, and Bela Lugosi plays Igor. And, yeah, so... I kind but of it think wasn't The Son of Frankenstein, right? I think so. I think so. I'd have to totally look that up again. But anyway, um, I mean, this—if you haven't seen what's the what's the other movie this really really uh, influenced quite a bit? Uh, the Bride of Frankenstein. Well, uh, the Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> the Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Young Frankenstein, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, classic movie. That is. Yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, and if you haven't seen Young Frankenstein, stop listening to us. Yes. Yeah. Just stop it and go watch both of those movies. Yeah, actually watch them back to back. Yes, watch those back to back. That would be... Because Mel Brooks be did a great way. job. I'm not going to lie. He did a great job. He did. He did a great job. Um, so, so you uh, you enjoyed this movie. Yeah. And have kept it in rotation over the years also, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know the one I have not kept in rotation? What? Is the Wolfman. What? Yeah. That's the only one I haven't kept in rotation. Whoa. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll talk about the Wolfman later. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, there, there you go. But yeah, this, this, uh, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I, I overstate stuff, but, mm. you know, you know, about how important this movie is and how much influence this movie has had. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the reasons we decided to do this kind of in the middle because the last Frankenstein movie we watched, how was he dressed? How was the monster dressed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you remember? He was, he he was, was dressed, dressed what, technically um, big, broad shoulders, but he had nice, beautiful blonde hair. Well, I mean, what was clothes was yeah, he wearing? Oh, oh the, the black um, he slash was... with the stick stack shoes with the black jacket with a white shirt. Yes, he was wearing the Boris Karloff outfit from this movie. But one thing I did notice that everything, well, not everything, but everyone that um, that takes from the 1931 Frankenstein is the flat top. The flat top of the head. Everyone, everyone doesn't use? They do. They do. 
Well, who is that? Because of all the Frankenstein like, movies we watched, this oh, is the only one. The, this is the only one the with a flat ones. top. The mostly the older ones, even in the monsters. TV well, series. the monsters. Well, uh, well, this whole makeup is copyright. Nobody else can use this. Well, I mean, they all have so, a flat top head. The monsters is universal. So, I mean, that's the monster. Oh, well, yeah, yeah but uh, if you if you recall, none of the other Frankenstein movies we have watched, the monster has not had a flat top. Yeah, but I think that was going for realism. Well, you knew, and we Jesse and I talk about this in the next half, but you know why, since you're bringing this up, you, you know why he has a flat top in this. I actually don't. Because they determined from the novel that he was not a surgeon, that Victor was not a surgeon, and he would get to the brain the quickest way, and so he just saw the head, the top of the head, right off. That and then, it, yeah, I mean that that was their their reasoning. It wasn't, it wasn't just kind of a, I mean everything ended up coming together and looking great. He looks great. He, you know, he looks. Of all the Frankenstein movies we've watched so far, there's been quite a few so far. Um, he's the most monstrous looking, and he. Why uh, <laughs> Henry didn't just run away from him? No, he loved him. Yeah, I mean, there again, you know, he, they all loved them. There's been one where he didn't love his monster, and that was the oh yeah, hall, yeah. hallmark. The hallmark. Out of the ones we've watched, the Hallmark so far has been the closest to the novel. So kudos, Hallmark. There's still a few for us to get through. And it yeah. looks like we're going to bleed over into November with this one. So, uh, you know, that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, that's we're going to do this. Thing. And we did that a little bit with Dracula. We bleed it over a little bit in November. But, um, yeah. So, uh, and we still didn't get to all the Dracula movies we wanted to get to. No, we'll but, just give them piece by piece. Yeah, so we'll yeah we'll we'll get we'll get back to some of those here. But yeah, there's this looks like this is going to bleed over into November, so buckle up. Oh yeah, get ready because uh, you're going to be surprised on a lot more Frankenstein movies that we found that I didn't know it existed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there we go. Now the one th- other thing that I caught that I don't think I've ever caught watching this movie. And and if I did, I I never really thought about it. It never struck me. But now, you know, we're watching these movies and trying to decide what which one we think is closest to the book. And we've been paying attention to closer attention to how they bring the monster to life in the movies, because they she does not say in that book. No, which I think is pretty cool in in a, a good way to do it. But you know what? This one, where is everybody getting that from, though? Where he, where they bring the monster to life? Yes, in this, in the movies. The, well, this in every, in this in any Frankenstein movie, honestly. Well, I mean, you look at this one. This is the one that used the lightning, right? This is the one where that comes from, I think, because the 1910 Frankenstein didn't have lightning in it, right? It was no, he was in a chemical. Yeah, you know, and 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 we can we can even dial down light and just say lightning electricity. Okay, yeah, electricity. Yeah, because there was another one where he used Frankenstein. A true story. They used electricity, but you know they didn't really use lightning. They used something else along with it, right? Oh, Frankenstein's true story. They just used the yeah. sun. They used the sun, but there was also electricity. Remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I get you. yeah. Yeah, so it was not. It was solar power. It was a little different. Now this one, I didn't catch this, and because we all focus on the lightning and the the, the storm, but there's a scene where Henry is talking to Doctor Waldman, and he is telling him about the light spectrum, and how they thought this was the end of the spectrum, but he went beyond that, and he discovered something beyond that spectrum. And that was something else that he was using to bring the the creature to life. Hmm. I don't think I ever caught that before. That's news to me. I never heard it. Did you ever catch that before? No. 
Well, see, now you get to go back and watch this movie again. Uh, see that? No, no. See that? That would not be a problem. Yeah, because it's right before uh, they bring the creature to life. You know, they they come up to the man. I don't know that castle lighthouse thing, and uh, <laughs> they, they go in, and he starts talking to him. And this, that's kind of interesting too about this one is Henry wants to share what he's discovered with everybody. Yeah. And most of the other ones, he doesn't want anybody to know anything. Nope. But this one, he's like, you call me mad. Well, wait until you see what I have. Which, you know, I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting. And, and obviously that a lot of people have missed that. But I will say this. I, I can't believe that I'm the first person to pick up on that. Somebody else somewhere has picked up on that. It's just not discussed that much. I don't ever see that hardly ever discussed. Well, honestly, Uh, I think you are the only person to pick that up. Be honest, because there's no way, Brandon. There's too many people in the world who've seen this movie, and there's too many people in the world who make videos and and podcasts about movies, and particularly about this movie. There's no way I'm the only one who's talked about it, or we're the only show that's talked about. Only you're you got to be the only one because. You know, after doing, you know, because we got to do research for our our video and our podcast. You know, I haven't heard no one talk about it. Wow. Well, now, that's from the number a number of research and stuff that I have done. I haven't seen no one talk about it, and like how you just brought it up, like that's news to me. Like, I didn't think about a light spectrum. You know, that, that does have a lot to yeah. do with it. But I don't yeah. know if I thought yeah. of that. So, yeah, I mean, that's just interesting to me because you, you watch them, you think about this movie and you think about, well, they use lightning to do it. Well, they did, but they also use something else. So that's kind of, I thought that was pretty cool because, you know, and that also goes to show, I've seen this movie, I can't even count how many times before this last time I watched it. And I, like I said, I, I, Never caught that. This is a 70-minute movie. I just watched it like two days ago, and I just caught that. I just found something that I don't think I've seen before. So you rewatch these movies over the years, over your lifetime, you will pick up on different things. You yeah. and so it's that's the fun thing about movies. It's like you can't you can't especially the ones you like, you can't just watch them once and go, oh, I've seen that. I don't need to see it again. There's nothing else in that movie for me. Yeah, that's yeah. that's up to you, but you really got to watch it again to see if there is. So I, we'll see, I don't. We'll see now uh, when I watch movies. Cool. When I watch movies again, I watch them, and I don't really pay attention to the main. Like you know, how the main camera focus on the main character or the character is speaking. I'm looking yeah. more so in the background. Yeah, and looking at the other actors and actresses that are in the background, and see what's going on, because there's always something that you miss. And I think we did that with um, the son of Dracula. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I mean, I like I like going back and looking at the older movies because you know the effects and stuff like that was the camera tricks and stuff was really amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely. There was no um, computer generated this net and this net. Yeah. Oh, smoke <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, and yes, we actually are going to do uh, the Bride of Frankenstein also because the Bride of Frankenstein does elements of the book. Yeah. So we're going to do that one yeah. also. But um, do you have anything else to add to this? Um, no, that, you know. It is one of the greatest horror movies that's out there, and it's held us on for decades. Um, and it's a must-watch if you're a true horror fan. It's something you watch. Or if you're not Absolutely. a true horror fan, you still can watch it, too. Do yeah, I mean, those people are weird, people that aren't true horror fans, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're more zombie fans than, than you know than anything. Else. Just stop it, zombie. Uh, just stop. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so tired of the zombie genre. Like I was yeah. down yeah. with it, 
and then it just came too saturated. Everybody want to do zombie, zombie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just as oh, an aside, it, just as and an aside, me saying that the, the reason why the I said it because stuff? somebody argued with me, telling me that Frankenstein was technically a zombie. You see, you see, there you go. That's that's kind of what I was getting at. It kind of like that. All these people, you know, I run into these people who aren't horror fans. They say they like this zombie show. Yeah. And I said, well, that's a horror show. And they say, no, it's not. And they want to argue with me about what horror is, but they don't like horror. So they don't. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, um, I, I do think I got to say this. I don't know how much we talked about it in the second half of the show, but James Whale directed this. If you like this, you need to go check out other James Whale movies. James Whale directed, uh, of course, The Invisible Man, The Bride of Frankenstein, The Old Dark House, which is magnificent. Absolutely just a magnificent movie. Um, Yeah, so check some of those other ones out. And uh, Brandon uh, and I are going to uh, step back. Here and uh, let uh, me from a few years ago and uh, Jesse talk about the 1931 Frankenstein. All right. Yes, sir. Talk, to you all, talk to you all later. Later, guys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. Joe Diesel here. Is Jesse here? Are you there, Jesse? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hey, how you doing? I'm what? doing well. I uh, spent my week uh, reanimating dead corpses and uh, sending them out to work at uh, Walmart across America. Well, sounds about right. I think I've seen some of them. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah, uh, so hey, here we I, are coming to the end of October here. Uh we're going to have our uh, two-part finale doing a little bit different this year than we have done uh in the past. We're just picking two different movies that we both enjoy from uh two way different eras in horror. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know how far apart I don't know if we've made it any far apart, but uh, like Two way different horror movies. Yes. When you indeed. say, indeed, I would definitely say so, that. So uh, for this show, we're going to talk about the 1931 Frankenstein, and then the next show, starting at 12:30, uh, we'll be talking about Hellraiser. So that's yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. uh, I've got a list here for. I got two different lists. One of them is the 10 best on-screen versions of Frankenstein, and one of them is the 10 best, 9 best, man, they couldn't even come up with the 10th one, 9 best (laughs) Frankenstein movies. (laughs) So the 10 best uh, versions, of course, you know, Boris Karloff, he's on there. Of course. Uh, So then you have uh, Elsa... They didn't really number it at all, but he's the first one that comes up. So, sure, he's number one to me. So then you mm-hmm. have, uh, they have Elsa Lancaster on here, and okay, I guess. <laughs> I'm yeah. not taking anything away from what she was doing, but, you know, she's really what you think of when you think of that, is it? No. Break, uh, well, you know, uh, so many people are such... Uh, how can I use? I, I don't want to use a, a vulgarity here, but jerks about when they say the ten best Frankenstein's ever. They always go, the monster's not Frankenstein. So you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they are, and uh, hopefully by now most people realize when people are saying Frankenstein, they're just really talking about the whole Mary Shelley thing and characters based from that. I, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we have Glenn Strange on here from Adam and Costello Meet Frankenstein. Um, Christopher Lee. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Boyle. <laughs> I don't know why this is on here, but it is. Uh, Peter Henwood from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. Nope. 
Frankenhooker Lady, Patty Mullen. Okay. Nope. Um, Robert De Niro. Nope. Okay. Uh, we have an animated one. Uh, okay. Frank and Weenie. All right. Uh, the Penny Dreadful nope. one, Rory Kinnear. And He's that's right. it. That's what they have there. That one was from Screen Rant. So since Bad we've been way. looking at Screen Rant, I picked that. Yeah, so here's the nine best Frankenstein movies from, uh, what is this called? It's uh, the lineup. <laughs> uh, so we have, number one, they have Son of Frankenstein. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Evil of Frankenstein. Okay. Hammer. Frankenstein conquers the world. I find that odd for that to be on there, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. They have a mad monster party. Mm-hmm. The uh, animated one. Okay. Young Frankenstein. Okay, I love Young Frankenstein, but again, I don't know why that's on there. It's a parody. Uh, uh, Gothic, I don't know why that's on there. I think that's a great movie, too, but it's really uh, yeah. about how the book was written. It's not really... <laughs> uh, here's about another one, Monster Squad. Monster Squad is all kinds of fun, but why is it on this list? Well, <laughs> I, I would say Mary Shelley's that... Frankenstein, I got just uh, two more. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein made the list. Okay. And no. Frankenstein's Army made the list. Okay. I saw Frankenstein's Army, and it's nothing. It's I, I don't know why. Yeah. Well, <laughs> have you seen Frankenstein's Army? I, I saw like 10 minutes of it, but I fell asleep. I didn't enjoy I guess I didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> I thought it was okay. It kind of reminded me more of like a Castle Wolfenstein movie. Yeah. And they have a special mention, uh, Penny Dreadful. So those are weird lists. What do you think that is? Do they are people just not trying with these lists, or are they just not? Are there just not that many uh, Frankenstein no, movies? I I think that people always try to find something outside the norm to go. Look how much oh, oh look how smart I am. I picked this one. I bet you never would have thought of this as a Frankenstein movie, but it is. You know, that bullcrap? Yeah, because it, it's, yeah, it, it's just, if you say these are the top best Frankenstein movies, uh, what goes to my mind first is these are the movies you think uh, best adapted from the book. Or at least have something to do with Frankenstein. Yeah, at least, or at least that, yeah. Um, so well, then... Uh, what do you think uh, this 31 Frankenstein has on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'm going to say 82%. 82, really? Why? Yeah. Uh, well, Why you guess 82? My, uh, the modern audience, a lot of people will be like, I can't watch this movie. It's in black and white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of people would do that. Uh, it's actually got 100%. Nice. Uh, and the audience score is actually 87%. So it's not bad either. No. It's not bad at all. Not too bad. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, yeah, I, I, you can't I'm expect that. About uh, those two lists that you, you mentioned, yeah. the one thing I would – say is that the Frankenstein from Monster Squad, I would put on the list of best like Frankenstein monsters yeah. to appear on the screen. I do enjoy that Frankenstein monster. Yeah. But I also have to ask why Christopher Lee wasn't on that list. Uh, I think he was on that list. Was he? I didn't hear any mentioning. Yeah, he was on that screen rant list. Okay, good. Let me uh, pull that up again just to make sure. He was in... Yeah, he was on the screen rant list. Christopher Lee for Curse of Frankenstein. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. The other list had a Hammer Frankenstein movie. Was the worst one. Yeah, so I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they watch him. So Frankenstein, I'll get into it. So this 
This Frankenstein, uh, this came out after uh, Dracula, and we've, uh, again, we've done a whole uh, show on, uh, just a whole overview show on Universal uh, Horror Movies and what we think of uh, those as a whole. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to that. This will make a nice companion piece to that show. And uh, I think we've been saying this this whole month. If you have not seen this movie, then you need to stop listening to us and watch it. And then mm-hmm. listen to us. Uh, what do you say? Totally agree with because, that. Because, yeah, I've been thinking about this, and uh, this has got to be. I mean, all of the a lot of the Universal ones are. These have got to be some of the most influential horror movies of all time. Agreed. Because a lot of the mad scientist stuff we get today in the movies, it probably came from this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just the whole design of Frankenstein's monster is so iconic that that is the first one most people think of when you say Frankenstein's monster is you think of this monster designed by Jack Pierce. Mm. Totally agree with that. Yeah, and, totally and everything agree. else. I mean, there's there's plenty of more we could go into about how it could have influenced, but I mean, just, just watch this movie and then just think about it for yourself. Um, so, uh, we're just going to ask you to think for a little while. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the, this movie created a lot of, I think that we connect with Frankenstein that weren't exactly part of Mary Shelley's mythology. Uh, that yeah. were cre- that was created by this movie and that we still follow today because it just seemed to make so much sense, I guess, in a way. Uh, because in her books, in her books, she does not describe the process by which Frankenstein is revived. She yeah, because Frankenstein himself says he doesn't want anybody to steal his secret. Yeah. Um. So the whole idea of lightning. Reviving um, the monster was created by the film crew. Uh, these writers and directors, James Wells, of course, and uh, uh, let's see, I can't remember who wrote the thing. Uh, Garrett Fort, Francis Edward Faroe. Yeah. Back in the old days, you'd, you'd have a whole list. Like today, you have a whole list of uh, writers who rewrote and rewrote and rewrote until they got it right. So, um, yeah, they created that ideal. It's not something that she had in her oh, book yeah. at all. And uh, yeah, that, that's the uh, the the reason why the monster looks the way it does is they they figured from the book that Frankenstein uh, he was not a surgeon, right? So he really wouldn't know how to put things together properly. So they figured uh, for the flat head that uh, well he would probably just do it the quickest way he could so he'd saw the top right off and uh right. just make it flat putting it back on so right, that's kind of right. why they ended up that way but but yeah you're right a lot of the things uh and uh, just to say both of us have read the book right so Correct. yeah we're just not talking from uh whatever uh whatever kids read nowadays cliff's notes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or other um, versions of the movies. <laughs> I, 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 some of the other things that are a lot different between movie and book are um, in this movie. Frankenstein's not. I don't think he has any dialogue, does he? I think he says "friend." No, he does not speak in this. No, he doesn't speak um, in this at all. So he has no dialogue. Well, in the book, he learns how to speak. He learns how to, uh, you know, feel and. He basically feels like uh, the doctor is a real D-bag for bringing him back to life. Uh, yeah, because he, uh, in the book, uh, the doctor is so horrified by the way he looks, by the way the monster right. looks, he runs off that very night. In this movie, you got that great scene uh, where uh, uh, you just described it. They bring him, uh, they re- bring him alive with lightning. And right. uh, Colin Clive plays uh, Dr. Frankenstein. I think he's great in this movie. Mm-hmm. And his assistant is uh, Dwight Fry, which uh, 
I think Dwight, Dwight Fry is just awesome. And uh, he plays Fritz. And uh, when they yeah. bring him alive, this is uh, this is one of the censors uh, they did, right? This this one line, once the monster comes, it comes back down from the ceiling, from the lightning, and uh, it moves, and he just freaks out. He's just so pumped up, and he says, it's alive, it's alive. That's that famous scene, and there's that one line that they cover up with lightning. You remember what that is, right? Uh, now I know how it feels to be a god. Yeah. I mean, they didn't cover it with lightning. Oh. They covered it with thunder. <laughs> oh, gee. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. so uh, they cover that up because uh, I guess that was too rough for for the time. I mean, people forget, too, how new movies were back then, so you didn't know what you yeah. could do yet. So. Right. So, there was uh, no but yeah, code yet. Yeah, that, that's true, too, yeah. Uh, so they just – they still wanted their movies to make money, so yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got to remember too. This was the middle of the Great Depression, so you kind of want this to yeah. make money, or you're you're out of business. So yeah, right. that, that's a whole that's a really great scene right there. Uh, and uh, he loves the monster in that he yeah. he doesn't. The monster looks hideous, but he loves the uh, he loves the monster, and he he really thinks he's created a new person, a better person. Right. I I I, I also think it's very funny. Uh, and I think uh, Young Frankenstein did it perfectly. That the Frankenstein monster he created, Colin Clive, would have been perfect if it wasn't for uh, good old Fritz dropping the uh, normal brain and grabbing the Abby normal brain. Yes. Because <laughs> it happens. Yeah. What happens in the original movie? He grabs an abnormal brain. Yeah, uh, he uh, he originally grabbed the brain he wanted because they were. Uh... Let's see, Edward Van Sloan is in this again, right? So, I mean, he was in a lot mm-hmm. of these early ones. He's playing, uh, what is he, Dr. Frankenstein's uh, mentor? Teacher? Yeah, it's a professor or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so he's doing a lecture, and he's got like a criminal brain, and he's got like a normal brain, and uh, they're sitting on a table still in the lecture hall. So uh, Fritz picks up the normal brain and gets startled by uh, thunder and drops it and then just grabs a criminal brain. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they they did do that really wonderfully in uh, Young Frankenstein. But see, I also get the feeling in the uh, the James Well movie that Frankenstein's not horrified by the monster. He's more horrified by his failures to create what he wanted. Yeah. Uh, that's I you know he he doesn't think oh wow that's that's one ugly son gun because you know Boris Karloff is a beautiful man. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Karloff plays the monster, and he's awesome. Yeah, oh, beautiful performance, especially with no it's dialogue. A, it's just most a magnificent performance. Yeah, I, I, you know, the the it's not a rumor; it's truth. But the longstanding uh, discussion is that Bela Lugosi was, of course, supposed to play Frankenstein based on Dracula, and he thought that. Uh, he didn't want to play Frankenstein because Frankenstein had no dialogue. No, he didn't want to play Frankenstein because he had no dialogue. He had no. Uh, he wasn't sexy enough. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine Bela Lugosi. You see, Bela Lugosi does play Frankenstein down the road, and uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. And watching him play yep. that character, Boris Koloff was born to play it. Boris Koloff was the right choice. He was. Yes, he was. He he so was uh, he absolutely was. What's yeah, Bella Wilson did the right thing, turning it down. He did. He well, and he did come to regret it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, of course. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know how much it would have yeah, helped. So we, yeah, I don't. I don't either. I mean, uh, I think if uh, he had played the monster, end up, uh, this would be a very different discussion right now. Yeah, it'd probably be more of a forgotten film. <laughs> Maybe, because uh, one of the things that does uh, people remember this for is for uh, Boris Karloff's performance. Yeah. He nailed it. He nailed it. And Boris Karloff has a lot of natural attributes that uh, Bela Lugosi doesn't have. And by that, I mean height. He's so much taller than... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lugosi. That he is, and it, 
and they still put him in platform boots. Yeah, he was even more imposing in that. Uh, yeah, with those boots on. Yeah, I mean, it, it's also hard to believe how controversial Frankenstein was when it first came out. Uh, there used to be that warning on the uh, the uh, title screen about pregnant women not shouldn't watch this movie. Uh, I guess because they afraid it's going to scare them to childbirth or something. But oh yeah, yeah I mean this movie. This movie was highly controversial, especially for the uh, scene with the little girl that he throws in the lake. Yeah. Uh, people, I mean, it was so much controversy around this film. Uh, and when you watch it today, it's it's rather tame compared by today's standards. Yeah, because uh, we're used to seeing pretty much anything you can imagine. Yeah. In a movie. But, and, uh, but back then, sometimes that's pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, but back then that that was, it was all new. It was all wow. I can't believe. I mean, yeah. for, for, they could, they wouldn't let him say he felt like a god. That's how bad it was. He couldn't say that. Yeah. Oh Not yeah. Loud. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I I I think that for the Universal movies, uh, Bride is probably my favorite movie of all of them. But Frankenstein's the is the best series out of all of them. You know, you're probably right you know, about that. There's a there's a lot in the series, and uh, Karloff played the monster. What in Bride, and then in Ghost, right? Yep. Yep, and then Glenn Strange took over and for that his was, son, I think. Yeah. And that and was Glenn it. Strange is not a bad Frankenstein. He's not bad at all, but he's just no Boris Karloff. Yeah, and there was one. Uh, was it House or uh, where uh, Karloff actually plays the Doctor? Do you remember which one that was? Well, he played the Doctor in another. Uh, actually... One of them was in color. One of them was in color. I remember that one, uh, but it was like in the seventies. Um, oh, it was that late? I thought it was sooner. I thought it was. I thought there was one in, uh, like, the House of Frankenstein or the. Uh, I, I know Dracula. that. I know that in Son of Frankenstein, uh, Basil Rathbone was the uh, the good doctor. Uh, hold on a second here. Let me go through his. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, he was. Now I know he played <clears throat> he played the doctor technically in Mad Monster Party. Okay, I must be thinking of that or something. I don't. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's... <laughs> uh... Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think you're right. The uh, the Bride of Frankenstein is really good, and uh, when we do a whole show on that, we'll get more into that. Yeah. By the but way, the uh... the answer yeah. to your question is Frankenstein 1970. Okay. So, what year was that? 1958. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it seems weird. It's funny, huh? Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. There uh, there we have that. Uh, so, we'll definitely have to do A Bride of Frankenstein sometime. You and I, uh, since we decided to do this when we've been talking about, uh, well, what else can we kind of do with Frankenstein? Because mm-hmm. there's uh, no shortage of Frankenstein movies to do shows from, and. Uh, right. Yeah. Summer. Right, me. Yeah. Summer. Good. Not I, so good. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Frankenstein's a hit and miss proposition. Uh, really, because you got it's one of the ones that you have to do just right, or it just doesn't work off work at all. Uh, I mean, one of the best Frankenstein movies ever made is a comedy. It's that young, is Young Frankenstein, but even that movie. Yeah. Really pays close attention to the mythology that was built by the uh, thirty-one film. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, you're really right there does. With you? Yeah. No, I'm still here. Okay, I thought I lost you there for a second. But yeah, oh, he, no, Because um, no. I, I think one of the things that, that where Frankenstein really stood out, even above Dracula. 
is that I think the cinematography in Frankenstein is better. That the uh, just the way that the, the the film language works in Frankenstein is a lot better than Dracula. Dracula is really place camera walk away kind of shooting. Uh, almost more like they were shooting the play itself than uh, he was actually shooting the movie. Where Frankenstein didn't come from a play. Frankenstein came from the book, and they could really create it as they wanted it. Yeah, there are, there are a lot of really great shots in this. Mm-hmm. In uh, Frankenstein, uh, he really outdid himself with this. He did do, <laughs> yeah. James I mean, Well is yeah. A, there's uh, a lot of the really cool graveyard scenes where they're walking through the graveyard. Uh, mm-hmm. Corpse, you know, Robin Graves, and there's uh, the cool chase through the mountains, uh, all the way yeah. over to the windmill. Of course, then you have that great shot of the stairs in uh, I don't know the castle that he was creating the monster in. Would you call that a castle? What was that? It, castle is I took. You totally know what castle? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's. And uh, one of the other shots I I really, really love is the – after the monster gets up and they put him in the cell. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I like the way he looks. I don't know if it's the way they painted the background there. I don't know if that's a matte painting for the background or the way they built that, but he just – you know, it looks like one of those rooms where they paint it an odd way, and you – it looks like – the room shrinks in the back. Does that make sense? Did I describe that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally correct. Like, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the scene where uh, he's chained up, and for some reason, Fritz is going crazy on him with the torch. Oh, torch. yes. Just yeah, to piss him off like, the he scene. Doesn't, Fritz just does not like him at all. Uh, and no. Yeah, he's – that's one of the things uh, the monster doesn't like is fire. So, yeah, Fritz just right. runs in there and starts messing with it with the torch. Is that where he kills Fritz, or is that a little bit later? That's where he kills Fritz. Yeah. He's like just grabs him and strangles it. him, right? He did yeah. deserve it. He was a little jerk. He's been so a dick, did you yeah. want to address? Did you want to address the Igor-Fritz thing, or no? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. I mean, earlier on when I we were talking about it, and I said Igor, and you went, no, it's Fritz. Uh. I totally forgot that <laughs> Igor didn't exist until uh, Son. Yeah, I think so. Supposed- but yeah, Igor uh, in in the Frankenstein series, uh, Bela Lugosi played Igor, and he played the monster uh, also. But I think Bela Lugosi was great as Igor. Mm-hmm. He was. I think Igor's the role in the the Frankenstein series that uh, he was born for. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Dwight Fry is so good as Fritz. <laughs> he is good as Fritz. Uh, and yeah. Dwight Fry actually kept appearing throughout the series as other characters similar to Fritz. <laughs> good for him. I love Dwight yeah. Fry. Oh, yeah. I think so he's he, – uh, Yeah. I think we talked about that before. I, thought he, I think he's highly underrated. I do too. I do too. It's sad he uh he passed away when he was forty three. Yeah. But he made a lot of good movies. He was in a lot of Frankenstein films too. He always did. uh always different too. He never played the same oh, character so, twice and well, we're down here in the end now. So uh final thoughts on this? Uh oh yeah, definitely see it. Uh Definitely, it, it, it's definitely something you should – I would love to see this on the big screen. We got to see Dracula on the big screen. I would love to see this one on the big screen. Well, I got to see this on the big screen. <laughs> well, you son of a gun. So I've seen that Dracula and this one on the big screen, and it's awesome. It's, yeah. uh, it is awesome on the big screen. And uh, so if you have – yeah, if if you haven't seen it, we say, we say this a lot. You really need to see it because we really mean it. Uh, if you're listening mm-hmm. to the show and you've listened this far and you still haven't watched it, then we figure you're going to go watch it at some point. But it's definitely worth 
checking out. All these universal ones are worth checking out. If you just yeah. for some reason haven't done that yet. Uh so okay, so we'll see you back here in uh thirty minutes to talk about Hellraiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 